Welcome to the She Did It Her Way podcast, a collective of interviews with top female entrepreneurs from around the globe who have done it their way. These women are disruptors, savvy, courageous, confident, innovative, decisive, unconventional, and humble. Our ladies have proven business models, have taken risks, and have failed only for success to follow. Join us as they share their stories, behaviors, habits, mindset, thought processes, and what it is like to be a woman who means business. And now, here's your host, Amanda Bolin. Hello, She Did It Her Way listeners, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. Guests, what very special day is coming up this week that I'm sure all of you businesswomen would appreciate. It's Women's Entrepreneurship Day, founded by our guest on the show today, Wendy Diamond. Wendy was inspired to create this day after a leisure trip to Honduras turned to helping the poor women of the country get microcredit. She knew that she needed to help create a movement for women all around the world, not only in business, but in every aspect of their lives. Women's Entrepreneurship Day has been launched at the UN, is recognized by 144 countries and 81 universities and colleges. And Wendy's goal is to empower women in the world and help them realize they have opportunities. Wendy is also very passionate about animals and has created an animal fair media in 1999 to promote animal welfare and rescue with the help of celebrities and pop culture. In this interview, Wendy talks about the process of creating this very important day and some of the ways people all over the world can celebrate. And she also shares some insight on her life and how she manages being the founder of Women's Entrepreneurship Day in Animal Fair Media. So here is Women's Entrepreneurship Day, Wendy's Way with Wendy Diamond. I am with Miss Wendy Diamond, and I'm just going to have Wendy share who she is, what she's up to, and then we'll talk about a little bit about why she's specifically on the show and some other ventures that she's got going on. So, Wendy, welcome to She Did It Her Way. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda, for having us. Well, we are excited. So uh, I brought you on the show because of what you're currently doing with women in entrepreneurship. But before we get that, just tell us high level what it is that you're up to today and then how you got there. Well, so I created a day in the world called Women's Entrepreneurship Day after volunteering in Honduras to help poor women get microcredit. I ended up in Honduras because I was on vacation there, and I didn't realize at the time when I booked it that it was the murder capital of the world, like do not fly list. Oh, my gosh. I know. When was this? This was two years ago, and it truly was like, you know, I didn't realize when I got there, like you weren't really able to do anything, right? So what happened was... I decided, you know, while I was there, like, what can I do to help, right? So I ended up helping an organization called Adelante that gives microcredit to poor women. And they give $150 to one of the poorest communities in the world where these literally $150 can change their entire lives. They can provide for their, you know, they create this company, like a business, whether it's a pulperia or a used clothing company or whatever it is. And they create these businesses. And what I learned from that was all the statistics about women, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when women get money, what do they do? 90% of that money goes to providing education for their children, providing for the family, making the community a better place, right? Mm-hmm. What, what do men do with their money? Let's not go over that, right? <laughs> so, 
you know, so I just kind of started realizing, like, wow, if you give a woman a loan it, at 97%, she'll pay back that loan. Men, it's in the 30% range. No way. And so I really started, I was just like, wow, we really need to create a movement in the world. And my background is, I, you know, when I learned that 12 million animals were euthanized a year in 1999, I knew by bringing celebrities and pop culture to the animal rescue world, we could truly create a difference in the world for these animals because I know everybody in the world, if they knew they could adopt any breed, any size, any age, any color, that they would apt adopt versus buy, and we could bring down that number. So today that number's down to 4 million, and you know we've gotten credit for bringing celebrities and pop culture to the animal rescue world, and I'm taking you know what I learned from doing that and I'm bringing it to the women's world because there's 4 billion women on the planet, 250 million girls living in poverty. If we could create a worldwide movement that everyone in the world can participate in, we know we can create a change in the world. So the idea for Women's Entrepreneurship Day is, you know, I kind of came back after that trip to Honduras and I was like, wow, you know, how do I help? You know, I just spent that time. It was like, you know, people are like, why did you go there on vacation? It's a murder capital of the world. You couldn't do anything. And it was the most enlightening trip because I just realized like, wow, we are so blessed as people, most of us, right? We have oh, a roof hey, over our head. Yes. That, yeah. like having the roof over the head and a warm bed to sleep in is more than what? Like more than like, you know, 70% of the world has, right? Yeah. And we, we can eat and we, you know, we live and we're, and, and if you're healthy, forget it. You've got everything. So at the end of the day, um, I have three Guinness World Records and I understand how to create world movements and I understand like how to create a day. So I decided to create Women's Entrepreneurship Day. There was Donut Day, there was Bubble Bath Day, but there was never a Women's Entrepreneurship Day. Which is so crazy because it seems... So natural, yeah, right? Like, how could you not have that? But that's I, like the, I mean, that's like the whole thing is because, you know, there's a lot of movements out there in this world. So amazing people working on amazing women's movements and projects and et cetera. But there was nothing simplified enough for the world to get behind. And everybody in this world wants to help. Everybody. Mm -hmm. But you just have to make it really easy for them because we're so busy. I mean, everyone's just struggling to you know, pay their bills, pay their rent, eat, like, you know, provide for their family, take care of their kids, take care of their dogs, you know, so how do you make it really simple and easy? So that was the whole purpose behind Women's Entrepreneurship Day, by creating a day in the world that we recognize women, because women need to realize we need to support women, you know, women need to support women, men need to support women, everyone needs to support women, because, you know, there wouldn't be life on this earth if it wasn't for women, right? Amen. And so... <laughs> You know, I just decided, like, I'm going to spend this next, I only, you know, I thought it was last year, but it's now going on its second year, and it's going to go on for the rest of life, of my life. <laughs> Yay! But I just knew that I wanted to create, like, a movement and help women. So, last year, we got Governor Cuomo, Mayor de Blasio, to proclaim the day. We launched at the United Nations. We have 144 countries represented in 81 universities and colleges. Gosh, that's fantastic. And this year, we just heard this week that the president of Botswana is going to proclaim the day. Oh, my gosh. So literally, like, it's, you know, I knew by bringing awareness towards women and bringing awareness towards women entrepreneurs especially, you know, and, and celebrating women. This isn't just about women entrepreneurs. This is women in business. This is empowering every woman in the world to realize there's opportunity 
and to, that there's you know ways that you can become an entrepreneur, but you can also be an entrepreneur in a company. You can also, anything you want to do in this world, you can do. You just have to have the resources available to you. And that's what this whole movement is about. Mm-hmm. Now, and I do want, I, I don't want to take the spotlight off of Women's Entrepreneurship Day because we're talking about it. But for those of you listening, don't worry. I will come back and ask Wendy, the three Guinness Book of World Records. So you don't have to look that up because I did and I love them. So I'll ask you that at the end. <laughs> um, I'm glad you said that. But for the Women's Entrepreneurship Day and also, too, for the audience listening, Wendy's done fantastic, like such in-depth work with animals and She's just hitting the surface for when she tells you about her work because if you research and dig into her, there's so much and so much love that she has for animals. It's it's insane. So, But with Women's Entrepreneurship Day, you came back from Honduras. Like, How did you take this idea that was in your head and make it a reality? Because I feel like even considering myself, I might look at that idea and go – yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. Like, and I'm an idea person, but I'm like, yeah, that's really big. So how did you actually break it down and make it that you have 144 countries signed up to endorse this day? Well, so when I originally thought of the idea, you know, you know, I've, you know, I'm just open to the world and I'm just aware of the world and I've been helping animals all over the world and endangered animals and, you know, you know, domesticated animals my, you know, for pretty much my entire career. So I really have an understanding about the world and issues in the world. And so what I did to start this off, I, I just had a plan, right? I knew where I wanted to go. But as an entrepreneur, you know, you, you know it's not about the money. It's not about fame. It's, it's really about being so passionate about what you're doing that you're not going to let anything get in your way. And you're just mm-hmm. going to keep going in, the, in the, the roughest moments. And I have to tell you, I mean... You know, we have been dealing with people appropriating our day. We've been dealing with people trying to kill us because if we're successful, some big organizations aren't going to look so good because we did this on no money and they have hundreds of millions of dollars in budgets and things like that. Why? So, yeah. So it's like, you know, like anything, you would think that everyone would empower this day and celebrate this and be so excited. But no, 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 no. This movement is bigger than just empowering women in business. It's changing the mindset of women and girls and changing the mindset of the world to support and embrace people who take action and who really are trying, right? Mm-hmm. As you see in the news today, like there's, or this week, like the woman that founded Theranos, you know, it's a $9 billion valued company and all this, and everyone's knocking her down and knocking her down. And, you know, I kind of laugh and I say to people, my God, God bless her. I mean, she had the strength and she stuck with it for 12 years, mm. you know? That's a and, lot of stamina. That's a lot of stamina and it takes real passion, you know, to spend 12 years. That company was not valued. Everybody is a small business, right? Mm -hmm. You don't just start as a big business. Everyone is a small business. And that's why, like, at the end, you need to support people who are taking that risk. And you need to support, you know, like, why why do we have to support women? Because, you know what? It's going to change the world, you know? If the, the economy, gender equality, human rights, a woman who is confident in business, and it's providing for that family is not going to allow human rights violations. Mm-hmm. A woman, you know, who is successful in business is going to be respected by men. That's going to help with gender equality. So this is a overall movement to basically help women around the world. Mm-hmm. So how did you, what is something like that when, um, with Women's Entrepreneurship Day, 
how did you, I mean, I'm just curious because did you like reach out to these countries or was it something that you just, you like get in contact and then you give them all the benefit and like the amazing information that you're sharing with us now and then they say yes or like, that's just, I think it's a fantastic thing. Well, I, so because of my background, I I knew a lot of people around the world, right? So I went around the world, I contacted everybody I knew in my life, right? And, and, you know, most people would say, I have a lot of friends. Well, because I'm a giver. I want to help everyone in the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a taker. So I would never want anything without giving you something or, you know, it just, I'm really like a good egg, right? I'm from Ohio. So like, you know, know, and I'm really passionate about it. And it's not about me. It's about this movement, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, at the end... This was something, you know, everybody would say, oh, talk to my friend in, you know, Sri Lanka, talk to my friend in Egypt. And all of a sudden, you know, I worked 24 hours a day for a year to connect around the world with some of the most incredible women. And if you go on our website, you'll see we have the royal family of Saudi Arabia. They close down Harvey Nichols and 500 women celebrate Women's Entrepreneurship Day on November 19th, you know, in Riyadh. So, you know, we've just really got amazing women, amazing people. We have a lot of really great men involved. And this is a movement that we hope for the rest of time will be a game changer. Yeah, no, absolutely. So then what was it like last year as the being the first event? Because you guys hosted one in New York. So, I mean, what did that look like? So the first year we did this, we... No, we, we knew to launch it at the United Nations because this is a world movement mm-hmm. and we were able to live stream it to all of our events around the world. So people like in Sydney, Australia, they're, you know, they closed down the Sydney Bridge and women entrepreneurs climbed the bridge. You know, as I mentioned about Saudi Arabia and Bangladesh, a thousand women, you know, so all over the world, we had 144 countries represented. Man. And so, you know, the first one was incredible. We launched the Women's Entrepreneurship Pioneer Awards. We gave Tamara Mellon the Fashion Pioneer Award, the co-founder of Jimmy Choo. Oh we gave gosh. Lynn Tilton, who's a self-made billionaire who owns helicopter companies and mm-hmm. Stila Cosmetics, an amazing turnover woman. She got the Business Pioneer Award. So what we did is we, we're celebrating women. We're showing the world that you know women are wonderful. Women should be supported. We need to empower, celebrate, and support women. One of our lines is Women's Entrepreneurship Day is every day. Celebrate, empower, and support women in business. Mm -hmm. Amen to every day for sure. What? So then in this year, will you guys have like events uh, the same, will be the same um, type of structure as it was last year? Or how can people who are in across the country, can they tune in or how do they get access to that? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. They can tune in and it's live streamed on that day, all day. And like, you know, if you go on our website, you can volunteer. There's there's events happening all over the world, all over the country. I mean, we've got an event in Los Angeles. We have an event in Chicago. We have an event in Boston. So these events are happening all over the world. It's a little like TED, you know, where they have these events where all 
where we have, you know, guidelines where they represent our day and they have panels and, and we create mentoring programs and there's so many opportunities for women to get involved. We ask everyone who's a women-owned business to sign up on our website. We're going to be doing a huge competition next year where you could possibly win a woman in, you know, in your community can mm-hmm. win a chance to present their business on Women's Entrepreneurship Day at the United Nations to the most amazing investors and you know press and everybody and so the world can see what they're doing and so that's you know what this whole initiative is about everyone can be a part of it we've also proclaimed the Wednesday after Thanksgiving as Women Wednesday where we ask everybody to support a woman-owned business on Wednesday the you know after Thanksgiving similar to Small Business Saturday but let's focus the Wednesday on women Let's show the world that there are so many women out there that have their own businesses. Let's recognize them in your community. Let's show the world that this, you know, these women have businesses. Because when you think about it, right, you know, you've heard of Steve Jobs, you've heard of Bill Gates. Well, let's start hearing about women mm-hmm. and let's bring recognition to these amazing women who go out there. They have families. They're creating their own jobs. They're doing all this stuff. You know, no one's ever heard of the woman that founded Monopoly, right? One of the biggest games in the world. But no you know, way. But a woman started it. She never got credit. Oh, I a love woman. that game. And uh, everybody's got that game or everybody's played that game. That's how or I learned my business. Yeah. Well, what a, you know, what a, okay, there you have Monopoly. Well, what about the Bulletproof Vest? How many lives did that woman save by creating the, uh, you know, the, the, what about Cisco? Everybody has internet because of Cisco. That was co-founded by a woman. That is amazing. There is so many women out there that have really never been recognized, celebrated. And I think this is the time for us to realize, let's spend, you know, there's one day in this world, but let's do it every day. And that's why we, you know, this movement is so important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love it. So, okay, you've got so much going on. I'm, I want to talk a little bit about how Wendy Diamond, balance, like, I, I'm just always fascinated with how people schedule their day. What are some tricks they use? Do they live by apps or like, what is it that's going on in their head that they find peace or how do they structure their day in a way that allows them to be successful? So no day in my life is (laughs) like, you know, like today I had to get into work early. I got up at four 30 in the morning. I know people think you're crazy, right? But you know, I, it's like, I need six hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. And so I get the six hours and I'm wide awake. I'm a morning person. So the minute it turns dark out, I can't do a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have to do everything really early in the morning. And I think it's just I ha- when you have stuff to get done, you just do it. And you've got, you know, you I know what I have to do. I know the goals I have to do. I know the time I have to do it. I, you know, and I just do it. And I have no fear, right? I have nothing to gain, nothing to lose from this project. Mm-hmm. But the world has a lot to gain. So for me, in the back of my mind, it's just like, let's do it. Why not? And if they say no, then there's someone who's going to say yes. Don't spend time on people who are not supportive. Don't spend time on who, people that don't get back to you. This world is a big place. You're going to find people who are going to want to support you, who are going to be helpful. And those are the people you need to spend your time working with and supporting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So then what does, what, what's a typical day for Wendy? From- typical day. So <laughs> uh, typical day, I'm, you know, today I'm going to be shooting a segment for Fox News. 
then we are going to be working on our Women's Entrepreneurship Day Pioneer Awards and the organization that we gave the opportunity for their students who are impoverished in South Africa and the Bronx. They're creating the awards for the winners. So it's oh, empowering these little girls in these communities that really have nothing. And they're going to be creating these awards for some of the most powerful women in the world. And so that's one of the projects I have today. And then, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's literally, I'm, and 200 emails in between. Oh my gosh. <laughs> literally, literally, but it's all good. What do you do to, un, uh, to unplug? What's something that is a hobby or just allows you to step away from the, the work? Or not, I mean, maybe it, it, I don't want to call it work because I, I know people who do things that they absolutely love and that are passionate about, but what are some things that you help to like unplug your mind? I meditate every day and I do yoga and I work out and I make sure I take time. Mm -hmm. You know, time is the, you know, is all we have in life. And I make sure that I spend my time and, you know, because like some of the stuff that I'm working on is just really hard, complicated, stressful, crazy, you know, and you know what, you, you just have to realize, you know, what's the worst that could happen. Mm-hmm. Right. I could get a job as a salesperson at Bloomingdale's. You know what I mean? Well, that's not that bad. I was going to say that probably wouldn't be that bad, especially. Right. Right. Or it could be, you know, or at McDonald's, you know, I love people. So if I have to serve them, you know, I wouldn't serve them the meat, but if I could be on the vegetarian line, I'd be okay. So I think that, you know, like, can we get vegetarian burgers inside McDonald's, please. I, uh, I want to get Burger King, but like, I don't know if they do have McDonald's. So, you know, I think at the end of the day, you just have to realize, you know, we're, you know, this life is to be celebrated and enjoyed and, you know, just find something that really you're passionate about because in the hardest times you're going to still keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're such a treat. I love it. So I have a couple more questions. I have uh, two questions and then I have what I call a rapid fire. So the last two questions, the second to last one is, I'm always interested in what the women we bring on, what are you reading? Um, books or maybe it's a magazine or blog that you really find impactful in your life that you would recommend to our listeners. Oh God. I, you know, I, I think it's more about what am I watching? I'm like a, I'm a documentary person. Yeah. So I just love learning and the way I can relax is just to watch yeah. So I'm not reading anything right now. You know, I do splurge and read the New York Post just to realize, you know, when you read the New York Post, you realize how, how normal you are. So I do that <laughs> to make sure, I, just to remind myself. Uh, but otherwise, I watch documentaries. What's I, I, one I, of your favorites? Varanga. What I, is that about? Varanga is one of the greatest documentaries ever made. And I will, I will bet all my life that anybody who watches it will enjoy it. It's about, and I'm going to explain it, but it's deeper and much better than this. It's about the um, endangered mountain gorillas in the Congo. And this documentary is so incredible. It's up for an Oscar this past year. And it's about this prince from Norway, a real life Royal Prince from Norway, who is overseeing the Virunga national park. And you've got, you know, the the superhero, the prince, you've got the endangered mountain gorillas, you've got the bad guys, which is an oil company in England that's trying to, you know, move the mountain gorillas out of the the, the 
you know, the National Park Baranga. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what it shows in this world is that, you know, you, you really need to protect the environment. You really need, and it's here's these heroes in our world. You know, the, our heroes are not Kim Kardashian and Justin Bieber. Our heroes are this real-life prince who gave up his royal life to defend Virunga National Park and the endangered mountain gorillas. Mm. But when you watch it, you'll just be astonished about by the storyline. And it's all real, 100% real. Wow. When did it come out? Last year. Okay. Phenomenal film on Netflix. Okay. I, I love, I'm a bit, I second the documentaries. I love it. So, and then the last question for you, anything else that you, like a piece of advice that you, if you could give one piece of advice to inspire women, what would it be? The one piece of advice that I would to ins uh, give to in inspire women, just find something you are so passionate about. That's it. Whether you have a job you hate, find whatever you're doing in your off time, find something you just really love and focus on it mm -hmm. and really find, you know, whether it's helping animals, find, go to your local shelter, volunteer, whether it's, you know, you have a, a family member that has cancer, you know, go visit, you know, some a children's hospital that with kids, you know, who are diagnosed with cancer, you know, whatever it is, find something you're super passionate about. Or if you love technology, create a technology, you know, whatever it is, there's just find something you're really passionate about because that'll make your life have so much more purpose and that will help you be happy and just be grateful for what you have. Happiness, they said in a big study they showed, if you have a home, whether you live in a trailer park or, a, you know, wherever, you can be happy as long as you have purpose and a home and a bed to sleep on. Mm. And so it's uh, something that, like we were talking before, majority of us who are listening, if not all, have that luxury and... Yeah, just finding that piece of joy and being grateful for what it is and what we have. Yeah, I mean, the greatest thing I could ever do was visit that little, the greatest thing I could ever do was go to that poor, poor, poor community in Honduras and look what that, that, that afternoon changed my entire life, gave me the purpose, gave me the drive, and gave me the reason to do what I do now. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't do that, you know, would I be so excited? Would I be getting up at 4.30 in the morning with a big grin on my face? Well, and we, might not, not sure. and we might not have a Women's Entrepreneurship Day if you didn't do that. Exactly. So. You know, because, you know, at the end, in my mind, I always knew we need to create a movement. But that was just the, that one point of being there just made me realize, like, God, we, you know, look what these women are doing in this community. Mm -hmm. You know, there's that, you know, 80-year-old woman who, you know, got the 150 bucks and opened up her own pulperia. And then you got all the guys hanging out, drinking beers outside. And I was just like, wow, you know, let's, what if everybody had this opportunity? And whatever, if everybody had that $150 in these poor communities, what could happen with the world? Mm -hmm. it, it's on fire be on fire that would be amazing so well wendy i have a couple last like fire rapid fire and one of them i have is tell us about your guinness book of world records uh so guinness book of world records okay so when i launched animal fair which was the 
premier lifestyle, you know, I coined the term pet lifestyle. You know, when I started in the pet world, no one, there were no celebrities and pets. There was no lifestyle. There's two dog bag designers, maybe a couple, you know, dog bed people. It was nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had, I, I was inspired to create, to launch Animal Fair when I, when I adopted my dog and cat and I, learned that 12 million animals were euthanized at a shelter and I went to the shelter and I saw all these amazing animals that were going to be, you know, euthanized in a couple of days and it just really was impactful on my life. And so I had adopted this dog that had separation anxiety so she would always be with me, right? And I you know I, I was before I was carrying my dog around before Paris Hilton, okay? Mm-hmm. And but I wasn't showing everybody. It wasn't like an accessory. It was, you know, it was a companion that had separation anxiety and always needed to be with me. And so one night I was at a dinner party. A friend of mine invited me to. And at this dinner party, Valentino, Sandra Bullock, Hugh Grant, all these famous people were at this dinner. And, I, and I'm from a little town in Ohio of 2,500 people. And I was just like, oh, no one would ever believe if I was here. Right? Yeah. And so... It wasn't, it was before Facebook and everything. And I was like, oh gosh. And then all of a sudden my friend went to Valentino, the fashion designer said, Wendy brought her dog. And Valentino's like, you did it? Bring out your dog. And so next thing I know, Valentino's holding my dog. Then Hugh Grant was holding my dog. And so my first ever Guinness World Record was um, the, the dog most photographed with celebrities. Oh my and gosh. That, and I never wanted to be in the photos, right? Because I, you know, I was like, they're not my friends, you know? It's like, but I always wanted, but I wanted to remember the moment. So when Hugh Grant picked up my dog, I looked at him and I said, oh my gosh, you know, my dog is your biggest fan. Can I take a photo of you too? And the next thing I know, I created a column in our magazine, Animal Fair, called Who Got Lucky? And it was, you know, my dog Lucky going to all these events helping animals, Right. And so my dog had 700 photos of her with celebrities, everyone from President Obama to President Clinton to Beyonce, you know, everybody. So and it wasn't like paparazzi where I would go and like throw my dog. You know, I'm I'm with these people because of the work I do. right? Right. Anyway, so I just happened to be at the time, like, you know, years later at a dinner party with somebody who worked at Guinness World Records. And my friend was like, gosh, Wendy has so many photos of her dog that should be a Guinness World Record. And then that's how I got my first Guinness World Record. The oh. dog most, yeah. And then the next one I have is the longest curtsy relay, which we did with the Lord Mayor of London. No, my... <laughs> and then the next one was my dog that inspired Animal Fair, Lucky, who got mm. the Guinness World Record for the most celebrities, um, photographed with the most celebrities. Um, she was diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And so I wanted to create, you know, the biggest event in the world to thank her, you know, for all the work that she's done to, you know, go with me and, and advocate for animals. So I, you know, everyone heard she was dying of cancer. The Essex House in, you know, which is one of the nicest hotels on Central Park, called me up and said, we would love to throw you a party. Oh, my you know? gosh. And so the next thing you know, we ended up literally like... All everybody in New York from Floralia Flores donated fifty thousand dollars worth of flowers to Harriet Rose Katz, the premier event person in the entire world. Called me up crying, saying, "How can I help?" She ended up, you know, create, you know, creating the whole event. We had Bentley Meeker Lighting, the number one lighting guy, doing the lighting. So what happened was we had the biggest event ever 
for a dog, right? Oh my and, gosh. And then I got a call from TLC that, you know, the network and they said, we were looking to do a dog wedding. And what? I know. And I was like, well, all right. You know, I guess my dog could get married to a dog that I would adopt when she passed away from cancer. So it was a kind of a really sad kind of thing, but that's what I decided to do. And my dog said, um, so baby, the dog I have now, I was fostering. I did not adopt. And what happened was my dog before three weeks before the wedding passed away. Hmm. And so baby then got married to a poodle with blue hair from Richmond, Virginia, named Chili. Oh, my Who could be the sweetest dog in the world, but most importantly, the greatest in-laws in the world. So my third Guinness World Record is the most expensive pet wedding in history. But oh, my let me, gosh. But let me say one thing. We didn't pay a penny. Everything was donated. And we raised enough money for a wing at the Humane Society named after... Lucky my dog to help pets who need critical care that doesn't have the funding for or whose parents don't have the funding. Right. And I was going to, I mean, even just hearing that, I think it is amazing to even like to have that experience, but it just goes to show how much you've given out to people and just been a servant to others in your life that all these things that come back are simply just like thank yous. Right. I, it's, that's incredible, and especially to, like, raise money to, for a humane society in a, in a wing like that. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, so at the end, you know, again, like, you know, people are like, well, how the heck does she do it? I have no idea. I just don't know. <laughs> I just, all I know is I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, there, you know, I don't, because nothing I've ever done, there was never a way to do it, right? Mm. So I always had to create what I wanted to do. And, you know, and gratefully, Many people in this world are emulating what we did. We created the first ever pet fashion show. Now every animal rescue group in the world are doing fashion shows or having Halloween pet costume parties and things like that. You know, but you know, so at the end, it's just being creative and trying to make things work. When you, when you, I don't know, no, and I don't know how not to do. It. I just like, why can't we do it? Why, why, why? You know. And then let's do it. Let's just do <laughs> it. And that's why we have. Women's Entrepreneurship Day. So, okay, last rapid fire question is, Wendy, if you could give a movie title to your life, what would it be? There's oh, a few. There's a few. I've thought about it because I'm going to end up writing the book. Oh I think, gosh, I uh, well, here's, you know, here's the next book. Women's Entrepreneurship Day. Mm -hmm. The Dog Eat Dog World to Empower Women. And it's a tell-all with celebrities and government officials about how, you know, this was the sweetest, most genuine movement in the world and how truly people try to destroy it. Yeah, that that fascinates me when you when you said well, it fascinated me earlier in the interview when you said that because I think anyone looking at it would be like, Yeah, this is a great idea. Let's all support it. But then the reality is is that's not how everyone views it. Right, but that's but what I'm going through in creating this day is what women go through in starting businesses, mm -hmm. right? So if I can just show the world what happened, right, and I can show the world that I still stuck with it and I kept with it, hopefully this will inspire women just to keep going, even when the roughest moments and when you think like there's no you know hope, which <laughs> which has happened a lot of times with my back, you know, and it's like you know, but I, you know I kind of laugh and I just just. Just try to find the people that support you in life and just try to find those that are really have your back. You know, women need to start 
you know, having each other's backs, not stabbing each other in the backs, you know, women. And, and that goes down to when girls are young, you know, we need to change the mindset and be role models. That's the key. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Wendy, this has been such a treat. Thank you so much for your time. Again, I know you're everyone we bring on is extremely busy and I know you're extremely busy. So I just, I can't thank you enough for your time and energy this morning. Thanks for tuning in to the She Did It Her Way podcast. Did you like this episode? Head on over to iTunes.com to leave us a rating and a review. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget to check out SheDidItHerWayPodcast.com where you can subscribe to our email list so you can receive the inside scoop on our latest episode released each Monday. Now, do us a favor and go make it a great week.